Hello, and welcome to another episode of my podcast. It's been a while since my last episode. I've wanted to make some more, and I have some topics I wanted to talk about, but um, I haven't been able to gather my thoughts on those completely. So today is going to be kind of an impromptu podcast. Um, I just had an experience right now that I want to kind of document. So this is going to be a bit of a verbal diary, if you will. So um, lately, I have just been feeling like I wanted to explore more of my kind of spiritual side. And so I I listened to the ritual podcast. Um, you guys might have heard me or seen me post about it on Instagram. And um, recently, he had his wife on the show. And I had never seen her before. But she is just amazing. Immediately, I was so impressed by her. Definitely go check her out. Her name is Julie Pyatt. So the first episode of the podcast that I watched them two together, um, I learned that she is kind of like a spiritual mentor. She hosts an online community where, you know, the group comes together to engage in spiritual practices and she kind of leads them through it. But one thing that she suggested in her interview with her husband was... For anybody interested in developing a spiritual practice, kind of a good first exercise would be what's called the mirror exercise, where you just sit and stare at yourself in the mirror. And she suggests that you start for five minutes and eventually work your way up to longer. And it didn't sound like much of a challenge to me. If anything, I just thought that sitting still in complete silence would be the challenge, even just for five minutes. Um, because I, I do meditate, but that's always like a guided meditation. And I really, the most I think I've ever done that for is maybe 15 minutes. But five minutes and just complete silence sound, sounded a little bit scary, to be honest. But I set my timer and it actually went by so quickly. But I wanted to just kind of document that experience because it was much more profound and, and a very different <laughs> experience than I was expecting. So immediately, to be completely honest, I just didn't like what I saw. Um, You know, we look in mirrors all the time, all day, not all day, (laughs) every day. But I guess we're always kind of putting on a kind of a front, right, with ourselves. And we're looking at ourselves how we want the world to see us. And so to just sit still on the floor, looking in the mirror at yourself in a kind of neutral state... Um, yeah, I didn't like what I saw. I started taking notes of all of my physical flaws. You know, I saw eyes that were small and beady and too close together and my crooked nose and cheekbones that are flat and a crooked jaw, like just every little detail, um, was like all that I saw at first. And even though that sounds like I'm probably just being overly critical and kind of negative towards myself. You know, I saw those things, but I didn't feel bad about them, if that makes sense. Like, I just kind of took note. I think, if anything, it was a contradiction of kind of always, you know, going through the ritual of, like, putting on makeup and straightening your hair and wanting to present yourself in a certain way to the world and then just sitting here and actually looking at myself and realizing maybe that I'm... I'm not achieving what I want to be putting out into the world, but not in a bad way. I don't know. I think that's kind of why I'm making this recording right now. It's more of a, a documentation for myself because I, I just finished doing this about 10 minutes ago um, and I was sitting here reflecting on it and I, I don't really know what to make of it still. 
Uh, it's definitely something that I want to explore more because I'm interested to see if the more I do it, do I still see the same thing? Do I still see like all my flaws staring back at me? Um, and one thing I wanted to note too, as soon as the five minutes were up and I kind of shook it off and like brought life back into my face and into my eyes, I was fine with the way I looked. It's almost like I was looking at a different version of myself that I haven't seen, which is very interesting because, you know, we tend to think that our face is just our face and that's what we look like. And I really felt like I was almost a different person in those five minutes. And yeah, it was a very strange experience. I, If anybody else is interested in kind of exploring that spiritual side, I definitely recommend doing that. Um, I tend to, before, my only kind of spiritual practice really would be yoga. And recently I started kind of making a ritual out of it where at night, once the sun goes down, it's kind of getting dark. I turn off all the lights, turn off the TV, everything, and um, just light candles. And I just do yoga in the candlelight. And that kind of spiritual practice really just takes me out of my body. You know, that's to me what spirituality has been, is just finding a way to be in your mind and in your soul and just kind of forget about the physical. And so this mirror exercise forces you to go into a physical confrontation with yourself um, that for me was just like unlike anything else that I had seen myself before. So um, yeah, it's very interesting. I still don't know what to make of it. Um, I'm going to continue to do this and maybe after I've given it, you know, a month or two, I'll do kind of an update and let you guys know <laughs> what I see in myself at that point. But um, yeah, I guess that's it. This is going to be a kind of a short podcast. Like I said, this is just kind of me documenting that experience and just kind of working it out verbally, even though I think I probably have more questions than answers. Um, but it's the first time I tried this, so I definitely am interested to keep doing it. And I'd love to know from you guys. Um, I've posted some some little pieces here and there about spiritual things that I'm working on and there's always a few of you guys that respond to those posts that I make so I wanted to say thank you if you're listening to this now. Um, I mean if you are listening to it you probably are one of those people on social media that kind of engage in that type of stuff that I post and I really appreciate it because um, you know through through Instagram and through this podcast And through my writing, I am kind of exploring another side of myself, which is something that I haven't shared previously. So I know people don't, most people, I guess, aren't really interested in that. You know, they follow me for different reasons and this kind of new stuff that I'm putting out. um, The majority of it does get kind of ignored in a way um, by social media standards, but there's always a couple of people that are willing to engage in that with me and um, have your own experiences and your own opinions to offer. So you know, I'd love to hear from you guys what kind of journey you're on. Have you been on this journey for a while? What kind of things have you discovered? Are you just now opening yourself up to maybe wanting to explore a spiritual side of yourself? Or maybe you've just never even thought about it. I'd love to hear where you guys are at. And, you know, if you are interested in it, definitely just go for it, you know. 
if you've thought about it, that's kind of enough of a sign to tell you that you should just go for it. So if this appeals to you, I definitely recommend staring at yourself for five minutes in the mirror. If you try it, please let me know what your experience was. Was it negative, positive, just neutral? I'd love to hear from you guys. So thanks for listening and I'll talk to you guys on the next one. Hey guys, so I know I've just said my goodbyes, but as it turns out, I actually have more to say on this subject. So it is now the next day and yesterday I kind of couldn't stop thinking about my mirror experience and for some reason I picked up a book that I bought a while back and started to read and had been neglecting it for a while and I just thought I would explore it um, while I had this topic on my mind and so I wanted to share a bit of that with you because part of what I read really resonated with me Um, especially as it pertains to that experience I had yesterday. So I'm going to be reading a little bit of it and talking about it. So the book is, it's kind of corny, but it's called The Beginner's Guide to Alchemy. And completely, to be honest, I bought this book on Amazon because it looked cute. (laughs) I'd never read anything about alchemy. It really just kind of looks like witchcraft from the book. It kind of has that like witchcraft vibe. And so because I didn't really even know what alchemy was whenever I bought this book, let me go ahead and define it for you guys. So according to this book, um, alchemy is the art of transformation. That's simple. Um, However, alchemy is considered transformation for the better. So it's kind of transforming something into the highest essence of itself. And that can be a physical thing like an element or that could be spiritual or mental alchemy. So obviously today we're going to be talking about spiritual and mental, Um, but if you're interested in this book, I will link a, um, I will include a link down below in the description of this podcast. It will be my Amazon Associates link. So if you'd like to support me and you're interested in this book, you can use my link and I'll get a few pennies. So if you do that, I appreciate it. So what I wanted to read to you guys is the seven stages of alchemy. So in stage one, this book describes stage one is called calcination. So again, I'm only reading the part about mental and spiritual, but if you want to know more, there is information here about physical alchemy as well. So in mental and spiritual alchemy, calcination happens whether we want it to or not. Calcination occurs whenever life knocks us down. Everything from failing your driver's test to your first breakup. Stage two is dissolution, sometimes just called solution. In mental and spiritual alchemy, this refers to breaking down all the salts or assumptions that have snuck into our unconscious. In dissolution, one must look at their shadow or dark side and interrogate the unconscious messages that have unknowingly entered our minds, whether they are simple or complex. So this is the first thing that kind of hit me because if you guys follow me on Instagram, you'll have seen that a couple of days ago, I had taken some pictures where I was kind of playing with my shadows and that was really fun. So it's kind of interesting that I do feel like I have been lately the past few months looking at my shadow and all those things that are kind of beyond what meets the eye and trying to see what other parts of myself I can tap into, you know. So stage three, moving on, is separation. Separation is about looking objectively at the parts of your personality and spiritual self 
and discarding what no longer serves you. In doing so, you recognize your true self, devoid of ego or the superfluous aspects of your personality. So I guess I kind of feel like after yesterday that I'm kind of, I have been in stage two and maybe I'm just moving into stage three. I feel like I'm kind of moving into the space where I'm ready to let go of the kind of ego and all the just extraness of life, right? Like every time I post something on Instagram, I was just talking to um, a photographer friend that I worked with recently, um, actually brought this up and I was like, I feel the same way of just posting stuff and kind of being like, what's the point? You know, what, what value is this bringing? Um, is this doing good in the world? Is this harming? Like just kind of really analyzing what we're doing with our time. Um, so I guess I, I kind of feel like I'm moving into that stage, which it's an interesting stage. It sounds kind of negative, you know, like letting go of stuff and trying to strip away things that you may have been familiar, like your personality or how you've always been. It can be kind of scary to face letting go of that stuff, but it kind of just feels like a bit of a spring cleaning or something, I guess, fall cleaning in this case. Um, but there is a lot of freedom in letting go. And so I'm kind of excited to enter that stage. So that's the part that really connected with me, but just for the sake of this book, I'll go ahead and read the rest of the other stages. So stage four is conjunction, and this combines the opposing parts of the self to create a new personality or spiritual self. In mental alchemy, this is about joining your conscious and unconscious minds. Stage five is fermentation. This marks the moment when new life is brought into the mind and spiritual self. This can take the form of delving into a new religious practice, meditation, or exercising regularly. Fermentation is anything that adds an external spark to your life. I guess I kind of relate to this stage too, which makes me wonder if these stages are strictly lateral or if you can kind of flow between them. Um, just in the spirit of alchemy, I feel like they're not exactly set in stone, but what do I know? Um, stage six, distillation. This requires you to repeatedly open up space to have new insights and then work to purify yourself based upon those insights. Therapy is a great example of distillation. So again, I kind of feel like I'm almost constantly involved in that. Not constantly. That does require you to be mentally aware. I think much more than most of us are on a day-to-day -day basis. But definitely this podcast, this project of kind of learning how to express myself and talk about things that I'm interested in and have those new insights, um, it's definitely a form of therapy for me, I feel. And then finally, um, stage seven is coagulation. So this is the physical manifestation of the spiritual body and mind, much like an aura of light surrounding your body. It's in this stage of transformation that all the elements and levels of reality physical, spiritual, and mental become one. So obviously that's like the kind of highest goal where you'd like to end up, hopefully before you die, you can reach that stage. Um, so it's just kind of interesting. I'd never heard that before. And when I read it, it just felt like it was something that I was almost engaging in without knowing. I mean, you definitely don't have to have read about alchemy to kind of know about these concepts or even practice them in your own life. I think just always seeking to be the better you, you're probably already working on some of this stuff. 
but I did listen to my audio that I recorded yesterday and it was a bit of a hot mess. I knew that it would be because I didn't even know what to make of the experience that I had, but I just knew I wanted to try to work through it, talking through it. Um, but then when I read this, it just made a lot more sense and kind of put it into better words. So anyways, let me know what you guys think about that. Have you ever studied alchemy? And, you know, do you just think that it's witchcraft or is it something that you've kind of used in your own personal life? So for real this time, I'm done. Hopefully this podcast will be out tomorrow, which is Wednesday. So I hope you guys have a good rest of your week and take care. Thank you.